Hey guys, and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'm excited because this series, there's going to be more topics, more conversation, and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. Thanks so much for joining me today. We live in an amazing time when it comes to access to information about our businesses. We have access to information on how quickly we're making sales, what the average sales value might be, how many sales we're making, what costs are the highest in our businesses, how much of our costs are eating into our profits, what profits we are making, what type of person is purchasing our products or services, even how old they are and what part of the world they live in. It's freaking awesome. And all this literally at our fingertips. How lucky are we as business owners to have all of this? So what's this buzz? It's analytics. We have Google Analytics, website analytics, analytics for Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. We have analytics for our stories or reels on Instagram. Analytics literally for everything when it comes to our businesses. And what I love most about this is the volume of small business owners who are all over their business analytics. It's great to see so many taking an interest in the information that's available to them about their business. Now, I know that it's in our nature, like anything, to gravitate to those analytics or those numbers that make the most sense to us. Some of us may be drawn to monthly revenue figures, others to average sales figures. We might find that we're interested in the characteristics of those that are purchasing our goods and services or what they most prefer to purchase or even the time of day that they're purchasing. I literally love it. It is so great to see. Oh, and the the number of places that we can actually get this information from is growing daily. Each app we are using, any platforms we use for social media, scheduling, websites, email marketing, CRMs, all of them offer some sort of analytics reporting, all for our benefit. What a time to be a business owner. So you're probably thinking right at this point in time, where is she going with this? Well, it got me thinking. With so much information and so many places and opportunity to get this information from, how do we go about cross-comparison when the need arises? And yes, you all know, I'm all about some sort of form of measurement, (laughs) and this is no exception. I spend a lot of time with business owners who take a great deal of interest in understanding the financial impact of any decision that they make in their business. As such, many have online financial systems to provide assistance with housing their financial information so they can draw upon it when it comes to reviewing their business performances. In addition, they use platforms such as Shopify, which has analytics to add weight to the information in their financial system to be able to make those deliberate and informed business decisions that you all know I'm a big fan of. The challenge though, with such valuable information is actually whether or not we're comparing apples with apples. Does the financial information that's captured 
on an e-commerce site, for example, compare equally to the financial information in your financial system. Each system is drawing upon information from different external sources to actually create these analytics that I'm speaking of or that you guys would look at regularly in relation to your business. Shopify, for example, draws average sales figures from the sales being made on your website, if you have Shopify as a website base. And your financial system is most likely actually drawing the financial information from a bank account. And your financial system would then modify what comes in from the bank account to represent the correct financial impact to your business. But the question has to be, are they the same? What I just mentioned there is you would imagine from a very high level that your average sales figure in Shopify should actually look like any average revenue information that's sitting in your financial reports, in your financial system. But are they the same? Let's review a simple example. Now, bear with me as I go through this. It's a really good example, actually, because a lot of businesses are in this particular position. And, you know, I came across this just recently with a client where we were looking at this exact thing. And so it got me thinking. Say a business is GST registered. At this point, and what we know of GST is it means that they earn $75,000 or plus $75,000 in revenue, turnover or sales, whatever you want to call it, for any given financial year period. And when you're registered for GST, as you would all know from one of my last podcasts, you are obliged to charge an additional 10% on any sale in Australia. That's the rate at the moment. Therefore, all goods and services for sale on a website such as a Shopify-based website will contain the actual GST amount and therefore capture this amount and this information when reporting the analytics for Shopify. Therefore, in this particular instance, if you have a Shopify website, your analytics will include GST and actually not just GST, other information like shipping, for example, in the analytics of an average sales value. Whilst there is nothing wrong with this in isolation, this is great data in isolation, When you use this information to compare it to any revenue information that you have in your financial system, it just isn't comparable. You see, the rule of GST is that the GST component, that 10% that we talk about that you've uplifted your sales price, that's not your money. And therefore, when any financial system is recording a sale, unlike Shopify analytics, in a financial system, your GST is not recorded as revenue. It's actually recorded as a liability and will be paid to the ATO. Therefore, the two figures that we're talking about from these two different platforms, when compared, actually provide misleading information to you as a business owner. And if this isn't known, or let's be honest, if the care factor isn't there to check that the two figures are even comparable, then you aren't comparing information that can actually be compared to each other. The consequences. You will be making, without a doubt, decisions based on incorrect information. So if you're taking your average sales and checking out your revenue figures 
they're not go- it's not going to work. It will never work because the information is different. This actually may lead to all sorts of negative impacts on your business. To boot, it may just leave you feeling deflated even when the reality of the results actually set in. And that could be, you know, 12 months down the track when you go visit your accountant and they've done all your reporting and you're like, well, no, that's not what I thought our average sale was or that's not how I thought our business was going to be. Say you're looking at your website analytics, okay, that show revenue tracking. This revenue tracking, again, is likely to include GST as we saw in the last example that we just talked about. So if you're relying on this information in isolation to determine whether you've reached your revenue target for the month, you actually may end up taking your foot off the pedal in your business way too early. Because if you haven't removed the GST from this figure prior to determining whether the goal has been reached, you'll fall below your revenue target every single time. Because when this information is reported in your financial system, the system's going to remove that GST and reveal the GST-free revenue figure, which will always be lower than that of your website analytics, which will be lower than what you want it to be if you're monitoring only your website analytics when it comes to whether or not you've reached your revenue goal. But it doesn't just stop with sales and revenue. When extracting any financial information from various sources in your business, and I know you would have seen these, you would be using all different types of analytics about your business. Shopify is just one example. When extracting that financial information from the various sources, you will need to, what I call, neutralize the figures before you start to compare them. So this will require you, and I know you're going to dread me saying this, to do a little homework first. So I would recommend gaining some knowledge about how your information is actually presented on each of the platforms that you're using. And it's going to be a key step to getting the most out of this wonderful information that I know you're relying on and I know you have access to. Gaining this information may simply be found in something like a frequently asked questions section of the app or the website. You may be able to identify where the information is actually found. They might have smaller writing or a side note or some sort of asterisk that you can follow the lead and, and understand the terms and conditions of that particular piece of information. Or you can simply ask those that may have already used this information in their business, if you know other business owners that are using the same platform. And you can always send a message to the help desk. This is usually a wonderful source of information when it comes to learning these aspects of the information and how it's being presented in the analytical side of any of these platforms. Now, I'm I'm not naive to think that this comes naturally or even that knowing where to ask for any of this or what to ask for is a given. What I am suggesting first and foremost, and I guess it's long been a personal mantra of mine anyway, it's that as business owners, we are without a doubt solely responsible for consistently challenging any information that is available to us and how to best use this information to make informed and deliberate decisions to ensure that we have that success in our business. It's our responsibility, nobody else's. Therefore, 
We need to be able to question the integrity of any data when it comes to any type of comparative. It would actually be remiss of us not to. Simply assuming that all the data that comes to us is comparable is a really big misstep on our part. Data in its rawest form will be presented in a way that is unique to the platform and the parameters of that platform that it exists on. And you know what? So it should be. But when it comes time to using this various information obtained from various platforms, then it's, it's actually at that point that it becomes our obligation as business owners to ensure that we're making the most of that information that's available to us and ensuring that when we compare it, we are comparing it so that it matters. Otherwise, what are we doing it for? The only way to actually do this is to ensure that these numbers or these components are neutralized to only those aspects that can actually be compared fairly. I'm going to cop a lot of flack for this, but the reality is it's actually lazy to just assume that somehow the washout from it all, the ebbs and the flows and the differences will automatically sort themselves out and that year to date, it'll all round itself up. So it doesn't really matter. It's lazy to assume that it doesn't matter because you know what? It always will. And it will continue to matter even if the fallout of any of these numbers isn't that obvious. Whilst it's a lot to take it all in and identify clearly the the changes that you'll need to make as a business owner to this information to actually neutralize it, the best place to start is to know what you want from the information. And I say this about everything, and I know it seems like I'm beating a dead horse in this particular instance, but it's true. When you know what you want, you'll always know how to get the information in a way that's comparative, in a way that's neutralized, in a way that's actually going to have the impact you want it to have on your business. So take the time to understand how all this information is coming to you and how it's being presented. Understand what elements need to actually be removed if they can't be fairly compared to one another, like the GST that we spoke about. And then understand that the power that comes from having this information presented in this particular way will allow you to confidently make those successful decisions. It will all come together and actually make sense. At the end of the day, and I've said this again a million times, your numbers aren't going to lie to you. So even when you choose to turn a blind eye to taking the necessary steps to get your information to a place where it's comparable, the fallout will eventually catch up to you through your numbers. As mentioned previously, setting like revenue targets that aren't compared correctly will result in you not achieving your annual goals. And what does that result in? The impact on your cash flow potentially negatively. It results in your business not being where you want it to be. It results in you not being able to make the best decisions and reallocate funds into areas of your business that you thought you actually could because you you were under the impression that you were heading in the right direction. When in actual fact, your numbers had gaps. It didn't fall out the way you needed it to fall out. It's common sense from the outset to, to get your information at a point where it's comparable. 
But what's not common sense, I guess, or maybe what's not even known is that some of this information may not be comparable. So this is my public service announcement to say that make sure you just take the moment now, if you haven't already, to just go back and double check that, you know, maybe I need to tweak these figures slightly to make it work. Because we're relying on so much information, the confusion when it doesn't all look the way it should look in the end is what's going to catch you out. And nine times out of 10 business owners will go, well, okay, I I can't really do much about that now. Fine, you can't. But you have to address the fact that the issue was there to begin with. And what that issue is, is just being able to neutralize that data. So go back, have a look at each of your platforms, have a look at the information that's available to you. Take stock of which ones you're using the most. Understand which ones you need to use to be able to make the decisions you want to use and learn what is involved in those numbers. Learn what you can compare it to. Learn what you want to compare it to. And then you'll have a kick-ass system to make well-educated, confident decisions about your business and what you want to do next. Hope that makes sense. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.